Welcome back to the Homeschool Advantage Podcast. I'm your host, Bex Buzzy. Today's guest is Candace Smothers. Candace is the author and creator of Math Sharp Kids. Candace homeschooled her children for 14 years and began work on a math book in 1991. The first book she wrote was like any other, so she had to rethink what it was that she wanted to accomplish. She wanted her kids to learn simple math facts and not count on their fingers. She didn't want them to use a standard edition algorithm. Instead, she found an algorithm that corresponded with the way the facts were taught in the board and card game that she created. She wrote hundreds of edition problems and math drills. Add Sharp to the Pirate Treasure is the first official game in the Math Sharp series, but she also has games for subtraction, doubling, having, multiplication, and division. In this episode, we talk about how you can add faster than a calculator using the Add Sharp edition. Also, how math doesn't have to be a drudgery. It could be fun, fulfilling, and something you just love to do. And lastly, how kids can learn challenging things that give them ways to learn and retain the information using games with mnemonic strategies, patterns, chunking, and adventure treks. So go grab your coffee, go grab your tea and a pen and paper because you're not going to want to miss what Candace has to say. Let's get into the podcast. Say hello to our guests and tell us, what is a fun fact about your industry that will really surprise our listeners? Hi, everybody. I am so excited to be able to talk to you today about my games because I think you're going to love them. Oh, um, <laughs> uh, the fun fact about my games is that you can calculate faster than a calculator, adding faster than a calculator using my AdSharp game. Wow, that's huge. Oh my gosh. Tell us more about that. Well, I want to make sure that they have fun. We want them to feel like it's not just something they have to learn. So they're going to have an adventure. They are going to learn about lollipop facts, bicycle facts, twins facts, neighbors facts, and even walking cane facts. And all of these are going to help them on their travel to get to the pirate treasure. Wow. The kids love, they love a treasure hunt. I want to go on the treasure hunt. <laughs> <laughs> How do you bring the addition, subtraction, multiplication, division into this game? How do I get to the private treasure? <laughs> well, first you're going to play with cards on a board. And those cards each have a mnemonic device. Say the nines facts are a lollipop fact. And once they learn all of those, they get to take the lollipop coin and travel along as they get faster and faster until they hit that treasure chest. And it's a progression. They learned each fact and they mix them together. And they've got a lollipop fact that they combine with a bicycle fact. And those facts are actually, they're not a lot of cards, maybe seven cards for each group. But they put those down and they get faster and faster. And then they want to get that that coin that goes with that fact to that treasure chest. It's so really, let me ask you, does, does the lollipop and the bicycle fact have 
anything to do with a mnemonic, the mnemonic devices? And, Those and are the what, mnemonic, yes. Oh, so can you can you like unpack for us what a mnemonic device is for those of us who don't know? It is a memory hook. It's so that they can remember what group of facts they're working with. The lollipop looks like a nine. It's got one circle and a and a little, you know, stick. The nine looks the same way. And the way the fact works is that you have one circle in the lollipop, one circle in the nine, one step down plus teen. That oh. is how they remember. Wow. That is how, okay. So what inspired you to create that? Like, how did you come up with this? That's amazing. Well, we used mnemonics to help my husband ace the test. And I've read it in a book and I thought it would translate well for the games because. What kind of uh, test did he take? A biology test. Oh, wow. Very hard. Yeah. (laughs) He did very well. And the teacher thought he cheated. Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah, but he didn't really. He didn't cheat. He, He asked him to ask any question and he could answer them. And then the teacher knew he hadn't cheated. So you're saying like at least what I'm picking up is that like mnemonic devices can help you with probably one of the most difficult subjects. I know I remember when I was in college, I was learning biochemistry and I'll be honest, Candace mnemonic devices. I don't think I would have passed biochem. (laughs) I do not think I would have passed biochem if it was not for the mnemonic devices. That was probably one of the most difficult classes I've ever taken in my life. And I needed every resource. And I remember one day the test is coming down the table and I just yelled out, give me a mnemonic device. And someone just yelled at an acronym and I jotted it down really fast. And oh my gosh. So what kind of mnemonic devices are there in the world? Like, do you, are you familiar with all kinds of mnemonic devices or are you kind of like just specializing on one type well, I mean, I know people learn by singing songs right. and they have pictures and they have acronyms. I probably don't know all of them, but I know that the little picture icons as a mnemonic device work very well with math because it's it's an abstract subject. And the numbers zero through nine are a little odd, you know, especially yeah, for yeah. a kid. Yeah. So if they... If they can think of something they know, a lollipop, they know that. And the next one would be a bicycle. There's two circles in the bicycle, two circles in an eight, two steps down. When they see that bicycle, yeah, they know when they see it, oh, two steps down, plus teen. I can do that. And then you go on to uh, uh, twins. Twins are, well, you know, we've got two hands. We, we think in terms of pairs, and that's what the twins base on. They don't have a system like the other two, but kids think that way, so it works. Yeah. Wow, that's like, so how did you start this again? Like, it was just from your husband's, and then like, did you, you, you homeschooled your kids, right? Yes, 14 years. Oh, so did they, did they work with these, uh, with this game as well? They did. Uh, <sighs> I started out with the oldest. Of course, she sort of got past the basics, and she was doing real well. Then the then the middle child, and then my son, he got the whole thing. So they were all guinea pigs. 
<laughs> it, it was it. fun. It was yeah. fun. We we would work on it and what I what I really like is that they beg to play the games. So they don't realize that they're doing hard work. <laughs> it's a game. It's fun. Exactly. Oh my gosh, that is so much fun. And the game is called Add Sharp Edition. It's Add Sharp to the Pirate Treasure. So because it's it's in the name add, you know, it's addition. Mm -hmm. Um, Got it. And subtraction, instead of saying subtraction two, I have minus sharp to the lost city of Atlanta. So it's an underwater adventure with a little submarine and they're going to find this lost city. Now, the first fellow that helped me, (laughs) he was helping me with editing. He said, minus sharp is not correct. I said, they know what it is. And it's short and sweet and it goes with what I'm doing. So, so I don't care you if you're in English. You're, you, you don't matter. <laughs> like it's my game. You just do what it's I tell my you. Game. That's right. My game. I love it. So your, your games have like the name, like what they're going to be learning in the name yes. of it. Yes. That's it's so smart. Add sharp to the pirate treasure. And what you really, you know, really are adding sharp, but they're having a great adventure. Then Minus sharp to the lost city of Atlantis. Who doesn't want to go on a submarine and find a lost city? Right. Uh, Double sharp, half sharp to the mountain and back. And they're going up, you know, this tall mountain in Switzerland. Matterhorn, I don't say a Matterhorn, but it's a tall mountain. And that's getting bigger and bigger, doubling. When they come down the mountain, smaller and smaller, halving. So, you know. It, that it is really fun. creative. That is, that sounds like a lot of fun and super creative. Wow. So how can parents buy your game? Where can they buy it? Well, right now it's just on my website and you go to matchsharpkids.com and go to the games and downloads and it's going to all be right there. Now, Excellent. something to know, the games do, they are print on demand, so they're not going to come like Amazon in three days, but you can get them. That's what counts. Just be patient. (laughs) Yes. Yes. That's exactly right. Yeah. Good things come to those who wait. That's awesome. So I want to read a couple of your testimonies that you have here. One of them says, hi, my name is Darcy. I tutor kids with dyslexia, dysgraphia, dyscalculia, and, uh, and learn other learning disabilities. I came across your program two days ago and I was intrigued. I was just at the beginning with a new student and decided to give it a try. Using the pages pictured in the example of the workbook, I was able to teach my students, my student, your single column approach to addition, as well as the reduction process to check answers. We have now had two sessions of teaching and practicing on this concept. I was astonished. This 15-year-old girl told me that this is the first time she ever understood math. Thank you. Wow. That is amazing. So it's very, it's gratifying. Yes. I love it. I I can't, I can't even imagine like, you you know, especially at the age of 15, some kids are really like, they get dejected after a while and thinking like, oh my gosh, I can't do this simple math, you know, for one reason or another. And it's just a different type of way of learning that they need. Oh, oh, yeah. It, it's sort of like if you were going to Google map a trip and 
you had two different routes you could take. One took you through cities and all kinds of traffic, and it was twice as long. And the other one was streamlined, it was faster, and it got you there in half the time. Which one would you take? Half time. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And that's what this does. Yes. That's fantastic. Oh, Candace. So as we're wrapping up, what is one takeaway you want our listeners to get from our conversation today? Let's make learning fun. Let them just really enjoy learning and they're going to have memories for a lifetime. Gee, I just, I get so excited when I see them light up and that's what I want. I want that for them. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And, and just building those memories together with parents and kids and yes. the parents also get a chance to watch their little eyeballs light up and get excited. And really the kids are the ones that they get excited. And when they get excited, the parent gets excited. Yeah. I've seen it happen. I don't know how many times. And then of course I get excited. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love that. Candace, it's been a pleasure having you on today. Thank you so much for just sharing your excitement about what you do, your, you know, your, your behind the scenes, how it started and just all of your, your experience and wisdom. It's been a pleasure having you on today. Thank you, Bex. I appreciate it. If you love the conversations we're having here on the Homeschool Advantage podcast, follow or subscribe our podcast to stay in the loop and never miss this amazing content. And please highly consider taking a minute to leave a positive rating and review to help others like you discover this show. See you next time.